time for the newest installment of the County Sales Radio Hour. I'm your host, Kenny Rohrer, and I am so, so pleased that you've joined us today for an hour of old-time string band music. Remember that much of what you will hear today is available at countysales.com or at the County Sales Store in downtown Floyd, Virginia. County Sales carries the world's largest and best selection of old-time music, bluegrass CDs, box sets, and books related to that great music. We open today's program with the national anthem of Surrey County, North Carolina, Sally Ann. It was played by the prize-winning old-time string band, the Pine Ridge Boys, led by Ernest East. And believe me, Ernest East, uh, when he started in on the fiddle, you couldn't be still. He played some great old-time dance music. If you ever wondered what kind of music Bill Monroe, Lester Flatt, Carter Stanley, Mac Wiseman, and others listened to when they were growing up, 
They didn't listen to bluegrass because bluegrass didn't exist. They listened to old-time music, and old-time music really is the embryo from which uh, bluegrass music sprouted. And we're going to listen to some great old-time string bands today, and we'll start off with a guy that was from Marshall, Virginia, over near Warrington, a guy by the name of John Ashby. Richard Nevins said when he was walking through the parking lot at Galax one day, and anyone who's been to Galax will tell you, you usually hear the best music out in the parking lot because that's where people loosen up and they just jam playing for fun and they produce such energetic uh, music and Richard said he was walking through the parking lot one day and he heard this fabulous fiddle playing and he said he walked over and it was John Ashby uh, from Marshall, Virginia, and he said, uh, we got to record this guy. So he went to John Ashby's house and recorded him. We're going to listen to John Ashby do an old tune that's really a, an old minstrel tune uh, from uh, probably the 1840s, 1850s. Uh, and here's John Ashby and his band, the Free Straight Ramblers, to do Johnny Don't Get Drunk. Thank you. 
You just heard some samples of old-time music that you'll find in a wonderful box set called The Legends of Old-Time Music. It's on the county label, four-CD set. has a wonderful booklet with it with lots of great pictures and annotations and, and something that ought to be essential for any fan of old-time music, especially the kind of old-time music that came out of the Galax, Mount Erie uh, area of, of North Carolina and Virginia. And uh, we started off with John Ashby there doing Johnny Don't Get Drunk. His band was one of the top prize winners at Galax back in the early 1970s. Then we heard the Camp Creek Boys uh, doing Fortune. Uh, they play it as an instrumental, but that does have words to it. Uh, some folks call it, Once I Had a Fortune, I Locked It in a Trunk, I Lost It All a Gambling One Night When I Was Drunk. There are verses to it, but they play it as an instrumental. Some great dance music from those guys. And then we heard Still House by Fred Cockrum and Kyle Creed. Kyle was a wonderful banjo maker and banjo player and fiddler, as was Fred Cockrum. Cockrum, a wonderful fiddler and old-time banjo player. Uh, I know Charlie Farreau told me he went by Fred Cockrum's house one time uh, to try to get him to go to New York to play a gig up there, to play some old-time music for a group in New York. And Fred Cockrum said, I'm not leaving my easy chair. I'm not leaving my recliner. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to stay right here in my recliner. So Charlie Farreau said they loaded the recliner in the back of a van and Fred Cockrum got in and rode in the recliner all the way to New York. He wasn't leaving his recliner, but Charlie Farreau knew a way to get him up there nonetheless. We'll move along now to a wonderful old time band that had a lot of influence on uh, the likes of uh, Ralph Stanley. I'm talking about G.B. Grayson and Henry Whitter. G.B. Grayson was a blind fiddler from originally from over near West Jefferson, North Carolina, though he lived in Laurel Bloomery, Tennessee, just across the line, when he was making records in the 1920s. Uh, he had lost his eyesight when he was a small child by staring out at the new fallen snow with the sun shining on it, and apparently what we would call snow blindness, and it left his sight very badly impaired. He wasn't totally blind. He could make out figures and faces and this kind of thing, but he picked up the fiddle, and boy, was he a wonderful fiddler and recorded some really classic songs that are still played by bluegrass bands to this day. For example, Train 45 was one that they recorded. But this is another one, and you hear bluegrass bands still do this one. From October 1927, G.B. Grayson and Henry Whitter and Handsome Molly. In London or some other seaport town I'd step my foot in a steamboat I'd sail this ocean round And the morning While sailing around the ocean While sailing around the sea I'd think of handsome Molly Wherever she might be Of course I would Sunday she passed me on by I saw her mind was changing by the roving of her eyes and the molly oh you little molly 
remember Molly when you give me your right hand. You said if you ever married that I'd be the man. Your promise, go home with who you please While my poor heart is aching here lying at your ease Come here, Molly as a raven, her eyes as black as coal, her cheeks was like lilies out in the morning glow. Prettiest woman in the world. Right hand. 
50 miles of elbow Going to build me a log cabin on a mountain so high so I can See Willie as he goes on by recordings there that by coincidence were all recorded in October, uh, October 1927, October 1941, and October 1929. We started off there with G.B. Grayson and Henry Whitter doing Handsome Molly. Those guys recorded so many classic old-time tunes that still survive today in uh, bluegrass music. Uh, they, you heard them do Handsome Molly. They also did Train 45, 
Tom Dooley, Short Life of Trouble, Going Down Lee Highway, and a whole host of other classic old-time tunes. Then we moved to October of 1941 for the last session by the Carter family. They'd started out with Victor in, in August of 1927, and there they were with Victor once again on Bluebird, in this case, their subsidiary label, uh, doing one called 50 Miles of Elbow Room. Not sure where that song came from, though I know it was recorded by a black minister by the name of Reverend F.W. McGee about 1930 or 31, so they may have heard his recording of it, but but a wonderful job there on 50 Miles of Elbow Room. And then we went to Johnson City, Tennessee, October 23rd, 1929. Classic session held by Columbia Records there. And that featured Clarence Ashley doing the Cuckoo Bird. We'll move along now to a young old-time band, just to show you that this heritage of old-time music has been passed along to younger folks. And here's a group from out in Portland, Oregon. I've heard this band play a couple of times, had a chance to jam with them at the IBMA and Raleigh, North Carolina, about three years ago. I'm talking about Caleb Clowder and Foghorn String Band. They produce some wonderful old-time music. But here's the Foghorn String Band with one called Stacker Lee.
listening to a wonderful old-time band, a group of young folks playing old-time music from the Portland, Oregon area, do a tune called Stacker Lee. Uh, back in Christmas of 1895, uh, a guy named Lee Stackley Shelton, uh, Stackley was his nickname, was walking along with a friend of his named Billy Lyons uh, there in St. Louis. This was on Christmas night. And they got in an argument over politics, and they went into Bill Curtis's saloon. The argument became more heated, and Billy Lyons reached up and jerked Stack Lee's hat off of his head. Well, Stack Lee Shelton warned Billy Lyons, give me back my hat or I'll kill you. Well, Billy Lyons refused to hand it over, so Stack Lee pulled out his pistol and he shot Billy Lyons dead there on the barroom floor in the Bill Curtis Saloon in St. Louis on Christmas night of 1895. Well, Stackley walked over uh, from to the dying Billy Lyons, reached down and pulled his hat out of the hands of Billy Lyons, stuck it on his head, and calmly walked out the door. So a true story there told in an old-time ballad called Stagger Lee, done it for you by the Foghorn String Band. And then we heard him do another tune that came from the Skillet Lickers, Gid Tanner and the Gang, one called Rocky Pallet. The very first rural acoustic music that ever appeared on a phonograph record was from a Texas fiddler by the name of Alexander Campbell Robertson, a native of Arkansas who had moved to Texas with his family in the early 1900s when Eck, as he was called, was just a little boy. And back in the summer of 1922, uh, Eck Robertson, a Texas cowboy, along with a Confederate veteran named Henry Gillian, went to Richmond, Virginia to play for a Confederate veterans reunion. Well, while they were in Richmond, Virginia, they decided on their own, without invitation, to go to New York and look up the Victor Record Company to see if Victor would be willing to record some of their music. Well, they went on to New York, and you can imagine, I would ima- I can imagine the look on the faces of the folks in the Victor offices there when a guy walks in carrying a fiddle dressed in a cowboy hat and kerchief and an old gentleman wearing a Confederate uniform. What an interesting pair they must have been when they walked into that studio there in late June of 1922. Well, Eck Robertson played the folks at Victor, a couple of his fiddle tunes, and they said, okay, we'll record you. And the next day, July 1st, 1922, he recorded what became the very first old-time fiddle music from rural southern fiddlers. Now, the Texas fiddlers were different than the Appalachian fiddlers in that their tunes were usually more intricate, uh, more ornamented, uh, more complex. And that came from the fact that they played in a lot of fiddle contests. So you had to make yourself stand out to the judges. So you put a lot of twists and turns in your fiddling. And Eck Robertson lives up to that when he does 13 variations of Sally Gooden. So from July 1st, 1922, and this was an acoustic recording, so it's going to sound like he's in a barrel. This is not an electric recording. Electric microphone recordings didn't come in until three years later, unfortunately. But here we are with Eck Robertson doing Sally Gooden. Thank you. 
But if you don't quit your drinking Sometime you'll be just like me Working out your living in the penitentiary Oh, my daddy taught me a plenty good people My mama, she told me more If I ever didn't quit my rowdy way out of trouble at my In the bottom of the whiskey glass, the lurking devil dwells. It burns your breast to drink it, boys, it'll send your soul to hell. Go dig a hole in the middle, good people. Go dig a hole in the ground. Come around all you good people and see this poor rounder go down. When I am dead and buried and my pale face turned to the sun, you can come around and mourn, little woman, and think the way you have done. Hard time, hard time. 
shot my husband at Ivor Johnson, gun in bed to Washington. Ducked on the horse, he tore down his mane, said to that horse, you got to outrun this train from Buffalo to Washington. Open that set of old-time music with a good one, a really good one, Sally Goodwin in this case, done up for you by Fiddlin' Eck Robertson from July 1st, 1922. Then we moved on to 1927 with Moran Lee Boggs, or Doc Boggs, he was better known as, from around Norton, Virginia. I uh, had a chance to uh, visit with him for several hours uh, back in the mid-1960s when he came to Boone to do a show, and he stayed with Dr. Cratus Williams, and Dr. Williams invited me over to his house to uh, visit with Doc Boggs, and I stayed there at about 3 o'clock in the morning uh, talking to Doc Boggs, and uh, he was really heavily influenced by uh, blues music, and he told me that as a youngster, he went down to a railroad camp one night uh, where they had some guys laying railroad track, and he said there were some African-American uh, track layers there, and he said one of them was playing the banjo, and he said, I was so taken with his banjo playing and the way he played the banjo, I wanted to play like that, and believe me, Doc Boggs uh, fully succeeded, wonderful musician and singer. Then we heard Charlie Poole with the North Carolina Ramblers doing the White House Blues. Uh, of course, that was recorded almost 25 years to the very day that President William McKinley died from an assassin's bullet. The record sold very well, sold 76,000 copies, and one of the purchasers of that record was a guy named Charlie Monroe, Bill Monroe's older brother, and Bill Monroe listened to that record and learned White House Blues from it, except he misunderstood what Charlie Poole said there in one of the uh, ending verses where he sings, look at you rascal, you see what you've done, you shot my husband with an Ivor Johnson gun. Well, Ben Monroe thought he was saying, and I've got your gun. And if you listen to modern bluegrass musicians, Bill Monroe included, sing the White House Blues, they sing that same mistake in there of how, uh, look, you rascal, you see what you've done, you shot my husband, and I've got your gun, when it was really a 32 caliber Aver Johnson pistol that Leon Jolgos uh, shot President McKinley with back there in September of 1901. Well, moving on now to uh, two guys from Kentucky, around the Monticello area of Kentucky. I'm talking about Richard Burnett and Leonard Rutherford. Uh, Richard Burnett was a blind musician, banjo player, and fiddler, and he was on the way home from the barbershop one day as a young man, about 1910 or 11, somewhere in that bracket, when a gentleman tried to rob him and he shot Burnett in the face with a shotgun, it left Burnett blind. And from that experience, he wrote a song called Farewell to Old Kentucky. And he says, for six long years, I've been blind uh, in the opening of that song, in the opening of that poem, really, he wrote. Well, people took that song and called it, I Am a Man of Constant Sorrow. And it's better known by that title to this day, but it really goes back to Richard Burnett, one of the guys 
guys are going to hear. So here's Richard Burnett and Leonard Rutherford from November 1927 and one called Willie Moore. Willie Moore was a king, he's age 21, he courted a damn to Serve the living God while here upon the 
this earth he trod. He prayed to God. He prayed to God every morning, noon and night. He cared not for the things of Baal, but trusted God who never failed. Daniel prayed. Oh, Daniel prayed every morning, noon and night. They cast him in the lion's den. Because he would not honor men, he prayed to God. He prayed to God every morning, noon and night. Their jaws were locked, it made him shout, and God soon brought him safely out. Old Daniel prayed. Old Daniel prayed every morning, noon and night. Old Daniel served the living God while here upon. Earth he trod. He prayed to God. He prayed to God every morning, noon and night. He cared not for the things of Baal, but trusted God who never fails. Old Daniel prayed. Old Daniel prayed every morning, noon and night. Oh, brother, the Watch and pray like Daniel lived from day to day. He prayed to God. He prayed to God every morning, noon and night. He cared not for the king's degree, but trusted God who set him free. Old Daniel prayed. Old Daniel prayed every morning, noon and night. Old Daniel served the living God while here upon this earth he trod. He prayed to God. He prayed to God every morning, noon and night. He cared for the things of Baal, but trusted God who never fails. Old Daniel prayed. Old Daniel prayed every morning, noon and night. Thank you. 
just heard Gid Tanner and the Skillet Lickers from their final recording session back in March of 1934. Uh, they loaded up uh, Riley Puckett and Gordon Tanner, Gid's son, and Ted Hawkins on the mandolin and drove from near Atlanta, Georgia, all the way to San Antonio, Texas. I think it was a 29 Chevrolet they were driving, and there was something wrong with the steering mechanism on it, and Riley Puckett was terrified most of the drive down to San Antonio because he was afraid they were going to have a terrible automobile accident. But Gid Tanner recorded that, uh, and, and along with 27 other tunes, over a two-day period. I'm talking about 28 tunes recorded in just two days back in late March of 1934. And they were doing, of course, there, you recognize Soldier's Joy, a tune that goes back to the 1680s. It was called Logan's Waters in the British Isles and appeared in print in the 1740s under the name Soldier's Joy or Soldier's Payday. And, of course, the payday was the Soldier's Joy in that case. And Gid is playing, normally played the fiddle on records, but he was playing the banjo on that, and his son Gordon Tanner, was actually doing the fiddle work on that. Prior to that, we heard a good gospel number from Doc Watson, Fred Price, and Clint Howard from a live concert they did back in the early 1960s, and they were doing one called Daniel Prayed. And then prior to that, we heard Richard Burnett singing and playing the banjo, backed by Leonard Rutherford on the fluid fiddle, as he did, uh, doing an old tune that I know absolutely nothing about. It's called Willie Moore. We're going to close out today's edition of the County Sales Radio Hour uh, with Oscar Jenkins. Tommy Gerald and Fred Cockrum, and they're going to do a little Black Eyed Susan for us. But first, I want to thank you, sincere thanks, for joining us for the County Sales Radio Hour, and hope you'll join us again for the next one. Here they are again, Oscar Jenkins, Tommy Gerald, and Fred Cockrum, and a little Black Eyed Susan.